The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in. Game time decisions right here on Sports Grid. I'm your host, Kevin Walsh. We've got two hours to go through it all, and there is a lot to go through. Wild card weekend is buttoned up. We have an NBA slate and college basketball slate worthy of our attention. We're already involved on the college slate. Not a great start with the Florida Gators at Tennessee uh, as the Vols are up 12 at the break there, but catching 10.5. Gators need to bounce back here in the second half. We'll see if they can do that. Like the college card tonight, NBA card some frustration personally, but we'll get to that uh, when the time comes. Let's just start here uh, on this Tuesday night with the wild card weekend and the results from these six games. Home teams dominating, except for, and I know many have pointed this out, the 8-0 Dallas Cowboys, the only home team to lose on wild card weekend. The only team to win but not cover, that would be the Detroit Lions. Uh, and the totals were more varying here and over in Houston uh, and over in Green Bay and an over here in Buffalo, but three unders Tampa Bay uh, due to the Eagles only scoring nine. The Lions-Rams game at one point, I believe the total is high in the 70s, ended up going under the pregame number that was somewhere in the low 50s, depending on when you bought it. And then we had an under here due to the Miami Dolphins' disastrous offensive performance in the cold weather in Kansas City. So the bracket is advanced on. Some of the takeaways from uh, that wild card weekend that we'll have some time to dive into has Nick Sirianni coached his last game with the Philadelphia Eagles. What does the future hold for Mike Tomlin? Some odd conversations starting out of nowhere that maybe he goes to Sean Payton, take a year off route, find a new team route, which would be a massive shock, I think, to Pittsburgh and that organization. We bring in our radio audience. Excited to have you with us here on a Tuesday night. Kevin Walsh hosting game time decisions for you across the Sports Grid Network. Uh, as far as the other teams that have exited, the L.A. Rams will... 
I don't know. Are they going to do the whole everyone's going to retire song and dance? Maybe Cooper Cup can get in the mix. He didn't finish the season strong. Uh, McVay, Stafford, Donald, though, uh, all to varying degrees, seemingly flirted with it last offseason. If not, people will be excited uh, about their bounce back. The Cleveland Browns, uh, with the way Flacco ended, it should have no issue turning the baton back towards uh, Deshaun Watson next season. The Dolphins have already come out saying they want to extend it to a tongue of Iloa. I think that's a massive mistake. Doubling down on an already mistake uh, that is Tua being this team's franchise quarterback. And a lot of big questions with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott contract-wise, I don't see he'll be moved on from. Mike McCarthy, possibly. Dan Quinn could very well be finding a job in Seattle as their head coach. Some change coming, no doubt. But here's your updated bracket. The one and the four uh, for the Baltimore Ravens uh, as the Ravens will be hosting the Texans and the Bills, a two-and-a-half point favorite against Kansas City. This number now climbing to nine-and-a-half for Baltimore against the Houston Texans, which is the same number. You're seeing on the NFC side of it here, San Francisco lays that to Green Bay. Detroit gets the gift, expecting uh, to go to Dallas, now host Tampa Bay, and they'll host Tampa Bay at the moment as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, a considerable change from being a dog in Dallas or even the hypothetical lines that had the lines laying only two-and-a-half to the Philadelphia Eagles. Things from an odds perspective have broke right for Detroit. We'll see if they're able to capitalize hosting Baker and the Bucks. You look at the updated Super Bowl odds and what a week it was for the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners didn't play a game, and their number continued to grow shorter and shorter, down to plus 175 as uh, they get a lot of breaks. Dallas and Philly being removed, two teams that spent a lot of this season viewed as the only that could potentially threaten San Fran. Those were the second and third options to win the conference. Philadelphia was in front of Detroit the entire way. So both of those teams being removed, as well as an L.A. Rams team that was getting a lot of love in the market. The Niners price again down to plus 175. Baltimore 270. Bills plus 490. You see you could still get some long shot numbers here. 30 to 1 prices uh, on that outside group there. All decent-sized dogs heading into Super Bowl weekend. Want to get over, take a look at the NBA card. It is a light night tonight in the NBA, which is why I have some of my frustrations. And I don't want to belabor this point too much when we go through the card. At the moment, I don't have an NBA bet in. There's a lot of people out there that are bothered with the NBA and have been bothered with the NBA for a while due to the lack of availability to their superstars. So the NBA had this brilliant idea of a 65-game minimum. If you don't meet it, you can't win league MVP. You can't make all NBA. Said at the time, the rule was going to do absolutely nothing other than water down the all NBA teams. Well, guess what? Joel Embiid has been the best player in the league and is fifth, sixth to win league MVP because he's not going to meet the game's requirement. Joel Embiid is literally going to be the favorite to win this award, but not meet the game's requirement. The NBA thought they were fixing something. The NBA doesn't acknowledge the main problem they have is back-to-backs. So much so that on a three-game slate, they book Sixers-Nuggets should be one of the most premier matchups the NBA can offer with Embiid and Jokic back-to-back, the last two players to win league MVP at the same position... They book it on the second leg of a Philly back-to-back. 
They are asking for these problems themselves. And then us, as the betters, check in, open up the injury report, the entire Denver Nuggets team is questionable. What are we supposed to do with this? What are we supposed to do? And I know constantly people zone in on the players, and it is their fault, and I get it. They, they are not blameless in this situation, but they have made it very clear. There are a lot of top guys that aren't healthy. That's the reality. And the NBA went, oh, you know what we'll do? We'll now have Rudy Gobert make all NBA instead of Joel Embiid. Excellent job from the association. Thunder catching a bunch from the Clippers. Why? Second leg of a back-to-back. Clown Show League, Sacramento, and Phoenix. I'm getting really frustrated. Can't lie to you with the NBA right now, despite it holding a dear place in my heart. College Hoops tonight. Uh, luckily steps up for us with a bunch of top 25 action here. Purdue catching points, uh, excuse me, laying a points in Indiana, but the in-state battle, a lot of intrigue I've seen out there on the Hoosiers. Kansas needs to step up here against Oklahoma State. Take advantage, Big 12 regular season. This could be important here with Houston dropping consecutive games in conference. Kansas State laying a slight number to rank nine. Uh, Baylor, Penn State, and Wisconsin. Uh, and then a little ranked action here between between BYU and Iowa State. Uh, there's already ranked Tennessee in action. The SEC tonight in general, quite interesting to me. Alabama laying a huge number to Missouri. We'll talk about them in a moment, but let's go to this Kansas-Oklahoma State game here for a quick pick. Dewan Harris, the veteran star point guard for the Jayhawks, has now hit a bumpy road in his last two games, failing to score eight points. Prior to that, had done it in five out of six. If you look at the last two opponents, UCF, Central Florida, and Oklahoma, pair of top 25 defenses, and they were able to limit his efficiency in a game. But for DeWan Harris tonight, Oklahoma State ranks outside of the top 75 in defensive efficiency. Plus, DeWan Harris, you get into conference play, 38, 39, 40 minutes can be the expectation. Enough workload to get over this number here tonight for us. We'll go through the full college card next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card. Buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. 
Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Back here on Sports Grid, I'm Kevin Walsh with you on a Tuesday night. Game time decisions. Uh, made a pregame decision on Florida that at the moment is not going uh, as I was hoping. They're playing from behind here, a 10.5 point favorite uh, before the game started, now catching 14.5. The total at 154.5 live uh, is a little bit south of where it probably closed pregame, 159.5. 160 and a half. We'll keep eyes uh, on this game here because the Gators are, are, you know, this game's going to have to get up to like 20 to feel that there's not a chance for them to kind of come in through the back door, even if that's what it comes down to. So uh, we'll keep eyes on that. I mentioned my frustrations with the NBA. And again, it's, I don't know, it's probably more than anybody else cares about there. I just, you know, this time of the year, NFL season ends, NBA is trying to step up. Three-game slate, two games on national TV, and half the teams are playing on the second leg of a back-to-back. It's The Clippers aren't six-and-a-half points better than the Thunder, but this is the type of number you get when – and this is just what the NBA just refuses to acknowledge uh, with their league. It's frustrating. I would say for Sixers Nuggets, and we'll talk with Coach uh, in a little bit, uh, Jokic points plus assists would be something I would put eyeballs on. It is admittedly more narrative than uh, trend, but at 33-and-a-half, Jokic in a game like this against Embiid, where Embiid has uh, all these huge, huge numbers, right, that we're used to seeing him deal with, I think it could be a different scenario for Jokic with his just normal numbers, 25-and-a-half points, 9-and-a-half assists. He could step up, rise to the occasion here in this matchup, and uh, that's something I'd keep my eye on. But let's go through the college game tonight. One guy I'm looking to step up, that's Khalil Ware. And Khalil Ware, for uh, those who aren't uh, familiar, one of, if not the best, uh, big men in this upcoming NBA draft class plays for Indiana and is going to go head-to-head tonight against Zach Eady. And Khalil Ware needs this. We talked draft stock, and uh, those are the type of things that could certainly factor in. I like that little extra motivational boost uh, boost that could be there for the seven-footer uh, that plays for Indiana. But it also just... It comes down to the spot. So if you look on the season, Indiana has played what I would consider three elite opponents in UConn, Auburn, and Kansas. And in those games, Khalil Ware is averaging 11.7 points per game. That's obviously under the 13 and a half. He is shooting 23.3% from the field in those games. That tells me volume is there. To get to nearly 12 a night, while shooting 23%, if Khalil Ware can have his way with Zach Eady on the offensive side, which he can, then he could break out for a big game tonight here. We're talking 20-plus points because the efficiency for Ware has gotten better as Big Ten play has started. In conference, we're seeing him average 14.8 points per game on 59% shooting. And the Big Ten does have teams that rank good, good defensively. Rutgers and Maryland, teams that Ware has played rank higher on the defensive efficiency side of it from Ken Palm than Purdue does, right? That is also true of both Auburn and Kansas. UConn does rank further down uh, than Purdue, but also UConn's numbers have been dropping uh, since the Klingon absence there. And that's another little boost for Khalil Ware. Well, I know he struggled against UConn, but Klingon gave him a look. Right, and Khalil Ware got a look at playing a guy seven foot four already this season at home tonight. Here, I really believe that he has a great opportunity to bounce back in an elite spot. Here, he's had a nice game against Minnesota last time out. I think you're going to see Khalil Ware really step up here against Purdue and get through that 13 and a half. It's my favorite bet uh, on tonight's card. 
I'm also, uh, we mentioned the Dewan Harris uh, again. If you look, he's hit this in five out of six before missing it in two consecutive. The two teams he went up against were 17 and 21 on defensive efficiency. Oklahoma State at 76. It's respectable, but not good enough. Uh, and again, five out of six prior to that, playing you know over 38 minutes a game. Now that this team is entering elite competition on a nightly basis, the Big 12 is a grind. I think Dewan Harris can get there. It is expensive at minus 145. So you got to figure out how exactly you want to attack it, what kind of unit you want to throw on it, but. I think it is worth it. The eight and a half was plus 100. He's landed eight multiple times in that six-game window that I'm talking about there. So I wanted to buy myself a little, uh, a little bit of security. Uh, I thought it was worth it playing that eight-plus market, uh, which is available on DraftKings. There's a great side spot tonight on Arkansas at plus three and a half. I understand the Razorbacks have looked lifeless in their most recent outings, and, and that is an absolute fair description of what we've seen from the Arkansas Razorbacks. But Muss is still one of, I think, the best coaches in, in college basketball or uh, at the minimum deserves a, a bit of credit uh, relative to what this line is suggesting here. Texas A&M is 1-2 in SEC play. Just grabbed their first victory against Kentucky. They were 3.5-point favorite in the game. Got the game, got the job done by 5 in overtime, 97-92. But we're 0-2 prior to that. An 11-point loss to Auburn. And a 15-point route somehow at the hands of LSU. A&M was home for that game. Now, again, the Razorbacks and, and what they've done so far in SEC play has been tragic. Lost by 22 to Florida, 10 to Georgia, and 32 points to Auburn. But that Auburn loss is the only time we've seen this team lose at home. The last time we saw Arkansas slumping a little bit, they hosted Duke and beat Duke outright at home. And I think, I, I think A&M is not as good as the Duke Blue Devils. I think many would agree with that. And I think the market would agree with that. So for this spot here tonight to be three and a half with A&M, which I think is more than Duke actually laid in that early season game. Again, I know this is a 9-7 and seven Arkansas team playing their worst ball of the season, but we talk bounce-back spots all the time on this show. And usually in the props market, ooh, the guy's been, you know, he's had a couple of games where he's not been shooting it well, rebounding it well. In the NFL, uh, the efficiency's dropped here, rushing totals, uh, and all of that's real. But they're true for sides. And, and teams bounce back and... This has been a college basketball season defined by the inability for road teams to get the job done. Favorites or not. I mean, there's going to be people tonight who line it up straight like this. Indiana plus the points. Lay it with Cincinnati. Lay it with Kansas State. Grab Oklahoma State plus the points. Grab Penn State plus the points. That's what teams are going to do. Or, or, or betters are going to be doing tonight. New Mexico favored over Utah State. Arkansas is no different. They're just not top 25, but I think this is a great spot for them. And another bounce-back spot for me, and I'm taking a chance here on a kid that I like in Grant Nelson for Alabama. I like this Crimson Tide team. Now, at the top of the hour, I want to talk a little bit about national title odds and where some things sit. Ken Palm continues to believe that Alabama is one of the very best teams in all of college basketball. 11-5, currently 3-0 in SEC play. They are not ranked. They're not ranked because they lost to all of the best teams that they had to play. Right, the Ohio State loss on the road, Purdue by six, Creighton on the road by three, Arizona pulled away from them by 13. 
But none of those games were played in, in favorable locations, right? I think they went to Canada, uh, right back where Zach Eady is from. For that game, they were literally at Creighton. Uh, they uh, went to Phoenix to play Arizona. They weren't getting favorable draws, the Crimson Tide. And there's a reason why this now top-ranked offensive efficiency team gets all this love from Kempom. Now, they are laying a big number tonight against Missouri. Maybe a touch too big. 14 and a half. Mizzou was just catching 11 and a half at Rupp. But Ken Palm and some of the metric sites do actually believe that Alabama is better than Kentucky. But if that's going to be true, then Grant Nelson needs to step up. The, the mid-major grad coming from North Dakota State has not been able to find a rhythm yet in SEC play. And in fact, that's putting it very generously. Uh, so far in SEC play... Nine points, zero points, nine points. That's not going to get the job done, but if Bama is going to get to, again, where the metrics believe they can, then Grant Nelson is going to need to step up. And at 12 and a half tonight against a Missouri defense that barely cracks the top 150 in college basketball, I think this is a spot after a great road win at Mississippi State. Nate Oates tonight should make sure that Grant Nelson steps up here and gets over the 12 and a half. Uh, quick and potential final check-in. Vols up 20, running Florida out of the gym 57-37. We'll be right back. Sports Grid as we continue our breakdown of Tuesday's action. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card. Buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Um. All right, we're in the mix with you on a Tuesday night. Kevin Walsh now joined by Tom Vecchio. Tom, how are you feeling? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, three good NBA games tonight. It's like one of those slates where we actually have like three awesome games. Uh, some NHL action, big weekend of NFL coming up. I am ready to go. 
Uh, let's start then uh, on the ice, though, because I know there's a couple of spots uh, that you're looking to get involved with here, uh, including a player from Toronto. Uh, talk to us about your angle. Uh, that's William Nylander for goal. It's at plus 155, and immediately the number jumps out at me where it's like plus 155 earlier in the year. He's at like plus 110, plus 120. Like the example that I would use is like, you know, Mike Evans this weekend is like plus 105 or plus 110 for a touchdown. If we saw Mike Evans at plus 150, just objectively, we want that number. So William Nylander's got 21 goals on the season. It's kind of slowed down a little bit as of late. Over his last six games, he has two goals, but they both came in one game. In the other five games, he has 23 shots on goal. So he's constantly firing the puck. He just signed a massive eight-year, $92 million deal. Going up against the Oilers, it's a six and a half over under. Since the start of January, both teams are in the mm-hmm. top seven of the league for total shot attempts created and top four of the league for high danger chances. So these teams are going to score tonight, and the number is just too good at plus 155. Well, and I definitely I love the, the mention, though, kind of where that total is. Any Edmonton game, this has been going on. Again, even for someone like myself, I'm where, uh, well aware that Edmonton totals are always expected to be high scoring, six and a half minus. 160. So I'm sure there are uh, flat sevens out there uh, and available. Uh, and then you're also looking uh, for some action tonight in this game between Calgary and Arizona. Yeah, uh, Clayton Keller for Arizona. You know, I was going to send uh, Joe uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand just because I wanted you to try and pronounce that name. Uh, but I wanted Clayton <laughs> Keller a little bit easier for Ar- for Arizona. Uh, two and a half shots on goal going up against the Flames. Flames, they're allowing 60 shot attempts per 60 minutes in 5v5 situations. That's the 13th worst in the league for the entire year. But since the start of January, that's actually uh, increased to 70. So teams go through these ups and downs, and I want to jump on a team that's on a downswing right now, and I'll simply take Arizona's best player at Clayton Keller over 2.5 minus 102. Uh, I would just let you know, um, you can throw any name you want at Joe slash myself, and if I don't, I will either butcher it proudly or just avoid it and find a way to step around it. So uh, don't don't hide any plays from us because the name uh, looks a bit daunting. Uh, let's go to this NBA slate tonight. I'm actually bothered by this slate, mainly because we have two national TV games and 50% of the teams are coming on the second leg of back-to-backs. It's just why the NBA doesn't admit their biggest problem is totally beyond me. Uh, the second national TV game you're involved in, Clippers-Thunder, uh, LA's laying 6.5, total 237.5. Yeah, really like the potential pace for this game, the potential scoring. Uh, Clippers are 26th in the league in pace. They've been playing, obviously, solid ball, as everyone's kind of noticed since December. Uh, mm. OKC's up at 8th in the league in pace, so I think we're going to see some scoring. More importantly, even a Zubak is out tonight for the Clippers, which means that Daniel Tice is going to get the start at center, and Mason Plumley is probably going to have to see some minutes tonight, and I don't think that's a good thing for the Clippers, but that means Kawhi, I think he's going to have to do a little bit more. So I like him over 39.5 PRA, and I think those rebounds are really going to shine tonight just because they're a little bit thin, and he's going to have to do just a little bit more. We know he's going to get his 18-19 field goal attempts. He's going to do that normal thing, mm-hmm. a couple shots from downtown. He's going to be distributing the ball here or there. But I think the rebounds are actually really going to shine tonight. So 25 or so points, you know, give or take, pushing towards 30. He can chip in nine rebounds, six assists. Going to be a solid game from Kawhi. And, and you're right. Kawhi has been playing good ball. Tom, I, I know you're no stranger to the futures market. I, I upset some people uh, that work here, actually, Um throughout last week because they're angry that when it comes to breaking down Clippers futures, I say, okay, 
But you every time say, well, if they stay healthy, they're not going to stay healthy. So when they don't stay healthy, you can't complain that you would have won the bet if they did because you knew going into it, they wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a reasonable thing to say. You know, we, we've said that about so many teams or players throughout the years. It's like, you know, I, I talked about Shohei Otani, uh, you know, under and strikeouts last season, the start of last season, if he stays healthy because mm-hmm. of his arm, and he, he didn't. And it's obviously a, a, a risky bet to take in some capacity. But if the Clippers don't stay healthy, then obviously, you said the bet is dead, and you knew that going in. So I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just I look I don't know where you land on the Clippers. It's just he has finished one season and it was the it was the pandemic season. It's right. the only one he f- he's finished. I, and I they just blew don't it know and lead the Denver totally embarrassed themselves. Right. I, I don't even if they are fully healthy like I understand you can make the argument but I would still take Denver ahead of them and depending on how Phoenix shakes shake, shapes up shapes up for the end of the season. I, I think Phoenix obviously mm. can run. Yeah. Well, and again, a Phoenix, another classic uh, will-they-stay-healthy team uh, who plays Sacramento tonight. Uh, and I know you're on a player prop in that game from the Sacramento side. Yeah, really like Keegan Murray. Now, he's officially listed as questionable, so we don't know if he's going to play just yet. But his line uh, for threes is still two and a half, and it's plus 106. And as we all know, Murray's an awesome three-point shooter, set the NBA rookie record last season for threes made. He has three or more in four of his last five games, full games, I should say. He only played like seven or nine mm-hmm. minutes, whatever it was, the most recent game left early. I'm not counting that. But he's firing the ball eight, nine you know, attempts from downtown. This game is a massive over-under, going to be plenty of scoring. And it's plus money at over two and a half threes. And Phoenix, they are kind of struggling mm-hmm. from downtown in this recent – or defensively from downtown in this recent stretch of games. So, like a 243 over-under, uh, I'll take the over. Yeah. Uh, that is uh... – it's not a bad look. Not a bad look. Again, classic uh, questionable tag. I love the NBA. I'm in a bad mood about it tonight, though, Tom. So I'm going to try and move off of it. I want to ask you about some NFL stuff. So FanDuel has done an incredible job getting open the playoff specials market uh, pretty quickly here since the dust has settled. And there were two markets that I was so excited to see, uh, and it's completely delivered from the intrigue uh, angle. And that is the most playoff rushing touchdowns and most playoff receiving touchdowns. We'll start with rushing. Aaron Jones ran three in and is plus 105 to lead the postseason in rushing touchdowns. McCaffrey hasn't played yet. He's plus 440. Montgomery, Josh Allen, Pacheco, Gibbs uh, are the next five. All did run in a touchdown there. What do you think about Aaron Jones, a a nine-and-a-half-point dog this weekend, being the favorite in that market? Yeah, that's not something I like because, I mean, that's he has the lead, which is obviously why he's there, and it's the lead by multiple. But you got to think of, like I, I said last week, like the path to get to that spot would be high. I guess, I mean, theoretically, he could win and be eliminated this week. Well, that's also a possibility mm-hmm. if no one else scores three. So. I don't know. I, I want players that are going to be in the mix in the final few games, and whether it's the championship or the Super Bowl. So McCaffrey makes the most sense, but Montgomery is probably the most interesting. Okay, Mont. Yeah, with, uh, of course, their status as favorites. I think, so Aaron Jones, I think at the moment, right, uh, on FanDuel is plus 115 for any time. Now, he could catch it. But obviously the expectation going into that bet is it would be a rushing touchdown. 
If I told you that he runs one in, win or lose, would that be enough to make it worth your time then to think that he's going to get out of here with four rushing touchdowns? Just a, a one-season sample size of last year. Jalen Hurts led the way with five. Nobody else had more than two. No, because I... I think it's a. I think the Bills can win this week, and and Allen could easily have two. So that puts him at three, right? right? That would put him at three. Jones in this situation, hypothetical situation, Jones would have four. Allen has mm-hmm. one more game to play, then he'd be tied. Because I, it, so yeah. that's where we're working. And then if Allen advances, him scoring another time wouldn't be a shock. So the odds are just way, way too low for me to be even remotely interested in Aaron Jones. Okay, what about? Most playoff receiving touchdowns. Jake Ferguson is the favorite at plus 210. He's already eliminated. <laughs> He's already eliminated. He's the favorite at plus 210. 9-1 to Laporta. 9-1 to Ayuk. Hasn't played a game. Rasheed Rice, Amon Ross, St. Brown, 10-1. to 12-1 to Kittle. 14-1 to Nico Collins. 18 on Diggs, Kincaid, and Debo. I mean, Debo's interesting. We spoke about him uh, in that, but I would uh, Godwin caught one at the end of the game yesterday. Laporta mm-hmm. scares me because he's not fully healthy. You know, I, my hot take would be Mark Andrews activated off of IR. They can win this week. They go into the championship. Huge performance in the Super Bowl if he's listed there. Mark Andrews in like he's this not even re- listed this redemption arc for the Ravens dealing with a mm-hmm. million injuries as they do every year come through and, and win the Super Bowl. I yeah I mean look so they actually aren't even listening him which is funny. I'm wondering if Laporte is just the answer though. He already has one. They're favored. That was probably the least effective game he has under his belt, right? That game okay. against the Lions. Or against the Rams, rather, yeah. he's nine to one. Like that's okay. probably better odds than what he is to score two, right? You would be more familiar than I am with that, right? His two, if he's probably like one sixty-five, one seventy to score a touchdown. If I had to take a guess off the top of my head, and he's probably I don't know, plus six hundred, plus seven hundred, eight hundred, somewhere around there to win for two. So for him to lead the the playoffs at plus nine hundred, though, I can get behind that. 11 to 1 to score two. 155, though, good call by you uh, to score one. So, oh. right in that range. Uh, Tom so, knows his stuff. Laporta uh, and then maybe Mark Andrews. Yeah, well, that's, listen, you got to talk to some people. Get them to hang the number for you, Tom. Uh, maybe you can get a boost. Maybe we get the Tom Vecchio boost. That would Tight be tangy. Uh, would love that. Uh, all right, great stuff there. That is Tom Vecchio with us here on Sports Grid. Coming up next, we're going to have Coach James Young uh, as we get set for a jam-packed three-game slate of NBA action where everybody is on the back-to-back. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Back right here on SportsGrid. I'm Kevin Walsh with you. Joined now by Coach James Young. JY, a lot for us to get to here. The college basketball world is packed. Uh, the Tennessee-Florida game is ongoing right now. I am trying to root in former Iona great Walter Clayton Jr. Uh, and the Gators uh, right now. He's got 13 points. I got to tell you, man, that Iona team. I mean, Dennis Jenkins playing well at St. John's. Clayton averaging over 15 a game in the SEC. Nelly Jr. Joseph playing late night with New Mexico here. If only the committee didn't give us UConn. Could have won a game on the way out, JY. Could have. Hey, you know why? It's all about Rick Pitino. The greatness mm. of Rick Pitino. I mean, listen, let, let, let's, let's be honest. Pitino's a great coach, but. Can, can we put some respect on Tim Clue's name? Like, everybody thinks, like, Iona was invented by Patino. They were as good or better when Tim was coaching that team. I know him and King Rice didn't like each other. Shout out to my man, King Rice. But Tim was a hell of a coach at Iona before he left. Shout out to Tim Clues, no doubt. Let's uh, talk about Rick Pitino tonight. Uh, not going to be available for St. John's. They're going against Seton Hall. Uh, JY, what are you looking for in this game? You know, listen, maybe call it my Seton Hall fandom, call it my friendship with, with Ryan Whalen and, and Shaheen Holloway. I like the way this team's playing. I think this backcourt of Richmond and Dawes is like the backcourt that no one's heard of that's one of the best backcourts in the country, especially since Dawes has gone to the starting line and scored at will. I think Seton Hall is very good at the Rock, and I'm going to say this, folks. You may not think so, but I've been there. Going to the head coaching chair, even if you're Massiello with experience, it's a lot, especially because how much like Massi, uh, Patino relies on Massiello. The line hasn't moved since Patino's been out with COVID. It's still plus one and a half. I do like Seton Hall uh, to win this game and set up a really big and fun matchup again on Saturday at home, Seton Hall, Creighton, high noon. Big game for both teams tonight. Seton Hall wins. They stay in first place in the Big East. I think they win. Uh, all right, some some Big East action there. Uh, excited to watch that game play out. Uh, St. John's, I know people feel like they've been maybe turning the corner uh, a little bit, but it's a big spot against Seton Hall, uh, no doubt. Uh, JY, maybe a game a little off the, the beaten path here, some Mac action with Toledo. What are you looking for? Well, you look at a team like Toledo that's, that's played relatively well this year and, and seems to be always uh, being a, a good home team. Obviously, they're, they're laying 14.5 points uh, in their game tonight. And, and you look at their opponent, just not a very good team at all. Uh, struggles against the spread. And I just think Toledo's in one of these 
So he was one of these teams, and Buffalo has got, people know, I forget George's last name, but George uh, was uh, the top assistant at Villanova and left this year. Uh, they're not good against the spread, um, and I think you have a matchup here where they're going to get it done. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take with Toledo, minus 14 and a half. It has moved folks to 15 and a half on FanDuel, so do shop around when you look at it. Toledo, one of the better mid-major teams came up in the country year after year. Buffalo, really struggling. Give me Toledo minus the points at home. Uh, all right, there we go. Uh, lot, look, JY, there's a lot of good action here uh, on this college board tonight. Uh, Wisconsin in Big Ten play uh, is making a trip uh, to go up against Penn State. The Nittany Lions sure could use one here. Do you think they have a chance to get it? No. <laughs> no, not for a better term, no. And here's the thing. I, I, this was an interesting spot I took last night, Kevin, even though they were underdogs. I took Iowa plus the two and a half on the road at Minnesota. And I'm kind of going with the same logic here, right? My logic being, yes, the Big Ten is topsy-turvy. But if you want to be a team that gets in the tournament, you got to beat or get good seeds. you got to beat the bad teams on the road. This should be a matchup that I think Greg Gardner team's playing. Listen, they may be the surprise team, Kevin, let's be honest, of, of the Big Ten being undefeated. You know, they even have a home win against Marquette earlier this year. I like the way this team's playing. I'm going to go, I'm going to lay the points with Wisconsin on the road. I think they went by 10 to 12. I get the Penn State team, another new coach, Mike Rhodes from VCU, great coach, did a great job uh, with that Havoc style. He's struggling a little bit, right? It's going to take him a little bit of time, kind of like Ed Cooley, some of the other guys. So this is a spot where I'm going to jump on Wisconsin minus a five and a half. Usually I wouldn't do it, K-Dub, because you know that short spread of a ranked team on the road. I just like this spot for Wisconsin to get this win by 10 points or more. Tell me, uh, J.Y., are you buying into Wisconsin? Uh, this is a preseason future of mine up to ninth in Ken Palm there, which might catch some people by surprise, but a 13-3 uh, team overall who's 5-0 and so far in Big Ten play. Well, here, here's the problem, K-Dub, and let's, let's be brutally honest. Can we trust any team in the Big Ten? I mean, I mean, can, I mean, can we really actually trust any team in the Big Ten? That that's the issue. What what you can hang your head on for a team uh, like Wisconsin is if you think about their losses at Providence at the dunk. Okay, well, well, that's fine, right? The dunk is a tough place to play. Hopkins was there. Lost by ten to Tennessee. Tennessee's up and down, but Tennessee at home they're generally fantastic. You know, this game's on a uh, neutral site. Lost to Arizona by twenty five. So that's the one you want to look at. But I want to see them start to step up a notch. Think about their Big Ten play so far. Northwestern at home. Ohio State, not that great. Nebraska, we knew Nebraska was going to lose that game after Nebraska turned around and won their last game, the previous game versus Purdue. Iowa at home. Like, who have they stepped up and played? Michigan State at Michigan State? I can't get them some party. I want to start to see them come down the stretch. They have a stretch where February 4th to the 10th, home Purdue, at Michigan, at Rutgers. That's where we're going to learn more about Wisconsin. I can't buy into it because I can't buy into any Big Ten team. I just think in this spot tonight against Penn State, they should get the job done. So when you say you can't buy into any Big Ten team, though, I thought, are you so? Are you still timid on Purdue? I, I, I just, you know what, Kevin? I every time I wanted, every time they sucked me in, like like they, they pulled me back out, right? The exact opposite. And with them is. 
it's guard play, Kevin. Like, this team in Purdue does not shoot the ball well at times on the road. And you know it, and I know it, Kevin. When it comes down to the NCAA tournament, the game slows down, right? You're going to have to get the ball. You can't mm-hmm. just throw it to Edie. And if you look at their offense, Kevin, like, if, and you watch as much basketball as I do, right? It's a very antiquated offense, right? It's high ball screen or a pin down screen, bring up Braden Smith or someone, duck in Edie, throw the ball, jump hook over the left shoulder. It becomes a little bit predictable to scout. And now you start looking at is can they knock down shots? Even in a win against Purdue, I mean, against uh, Penn State, which Penn State wasn't good, they still only shot 32.1% from three. Like, this is going to, I'm sorry, that's Purdue. Um, it shot 45.8% from three. So, it, to me, Smith, Lawyer, Jones. Th- that is going to be what happens with Purdue. It's not going to be easy, Kevin, because teams are going to find a way to push them out of that comfort spot in the middle of the lane. And I just don't know if they have enough guys that can get it done. They're a year older. I mean, is their guard play better than Kentucky's? No. Arizona's? No. No. Houston's? No. I mean, I can keep going down the line. Marquette? No. You know, I, I don't know if this team can get it done with the perimeter play. Uh, again, I think, I think the funny thing with Purdue is they look like a team that would be very – Difficult to see being knocked off by a bad team. And then you remember they lost as a one seed to a 16 seed. So, yeah, they can kick rocks. Uh, Jay, well, let's keep going through your college card tonight. Big 12 style here. Uh, what are you doing with Cincinnati laying a number against ranked TCU? Well, this could call me another one of my favorite people. I, I've always been a big Jamie Dixon guy, Kevin. You know that. And I, and I think Jamie Dixon went to a, a spot like TCU and, and really made them a team that I think is, is, pretty, is pretty good and pretty competitive. Now, I know they're on the road. They just came off a big win at home versus Houston. I like this experience. I like Jamie Dixon's team. I think Cincinnati at home being favored. I think this is the one spot where... Like, I like the road underdog here at two and a half. You can take him on the money line at plus 122. I'd rather take the protection at plus two and a half in case it's a small spread uh, right here when I got it at one and a half, so it has moved a little bit. I'm going to take Kansas State plus the points. I think they squeak out a win, but you have the one and a half or two and a half to give you a little bit of extra protection just in case. So I think I was tempted by Cincinnati, admittedly, just – they had that, that expected step-up spot against Texas, and they did not get it done. They lost the game outright, laying five. But the two road games they've played so far were tough spots. Uh, Baylor and BYU covered in both of those games. So if Cincinnati's for real, if the trend of home teams are going to cover, then the, the Bearcats should get it done. But... TCU does deserve a lot of credit for what we've seen from them so far in Big 12 play. Baylor, I always like the Bears, but they have struggled to touch against top defenses, and K-State might qualify as that. So uh, I, I want to see kind of what we get tonight from that game. The Big 12 question I wanted to ask you quickly, though, JY, is Houston. They open Big 12 play with a stomping of West Virginia. You know, part of me, oh, is, is that a statement? Well, yes, that West Virginia is not all that good. Houston is plus 380 all of a sudden now to win the Big 12 regular season. 
I mean, they're going to be booked in favorites in a lot of these basketball games, but they've already lost twice booked as a favorite in conference. Yeah, I think that's the thing. But if you think about the two places they lost at Iowa State and TCU, if you think about it, you know, we were talking about, we were on air because I think if I remember uh, Iowa State, I liked TCU. I'm sorry. uh, I liked uh, Houston minus a point. You liked the team total over last week. And they just got off to a terrible start, right? Down 14 nothing early Mm -hmm. on. Had to work their all the way back. TCU game, they lose, you know, in the last six, seven seconds. Kato, they, they're basically four minutes away from being 2-0. and oh. and, and in two spots that are really, really, really tough to play. Now, the schedule loosens up a little bit the next two, even though Texas Tech at home is not an easy game. They have UCF at home. Then they got to go to BYU. Interesting spot. But that big week coming up of January 28th versus Texas and then February 3rd at Kansas. They can't afford to lose another game before they get to that Kansas game. That's going to be a huge one. But I do think, folks, when you talk about teams that are really overrated, like and they've come out of the top 25, like let, let, let's be honest. This season shows how great their coach Chris Beard is. Because those were those were like those were different guys last year at Texas. They're struggling. They're not the Texas team we thought they were. And that's also because of the fact that I just think, take away what the stuff he's done off the floor. God mm. damn it. Chris Beard is one of the best coaches in the country. I mean, he ain't even close. I mean, he's got Ole Miss, like, right. So, to me, big spot for Houston. I still think they get, get rolling. That big game against at Kansas is going to be a huge one. And remember, folks, they end the regular season home versus Kansas as well. As well. Yeah, I'm curious, you know, what we see out of Baylor. Um, And again, tonight will go a long way because Kansas plays Baylor and Houston home and road, but Baylor and Houston only meet once, and Baylor gets to host that game. Currently 2-0, or 2-1 rather, within the conference. Could that be the separator? Uh, JY will be back in about 20 minutes. We'll go through the NBA card on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits. Business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card. Buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. 
It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Hmm. Back right here on SportsGrid. Interesting boost available on FanDuel, which is Jokic and Embiid each to record 25 points and eight rebounds. So the thing with that, Embiid right now is on this run of 30 and 10. It's a, a certainly historic run for the Sixers franchise. If you know, I mean, Embiid's prop is 33 and a half for points. Rebound number for Embiid is 10 and a half for Jokic. It's 11 and a half. Is that really just plus 260 Jokic to score 25? It's boosted up from 160 to plus 250, excuse me. That's not bad. That's not a bad way to back a couple of MVPs if they step up to the table. Because you're getting a lot of, I mean, that is a full dollar added to a number. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mentioned the points plus assists from Nikola Jokic. One thing I'm very curious of, and I think games like this you always should take a look at before it happens. Nikola Jokic to a league MVP plus 170. Joel Embiid is plus 800. So I do think Embiid is going to end up. Okay, so I think there's a pretty good chance Embiid will end up missing the games. But even if he doesn't, right? 65, right, is what he needs to play. Let's say Embiid plays 67 games. It's pretty difficult to win league MVP playing 67 games if your counterparts are playing significantly more than that. And I know Embiid last year did play 66 games. I'm talking about a guy repeating and Embiid not being able to follow through on the postseason in the way that Nikola Jokic was. I almost root tonight for Embiid 45-15-8, right? Win. Change these numbers. Drop Jokic back plus 240. Drop SGA back a bounce plus 350. I just don't think Embiid is going to be able to cross this finish line through the rules or through the narratives. And you're then going to be able to get a, a, a great piece of action here uh, in this MVP market. Uh, we're coming up against the break, though. At the top of the hour, Davis Maddox is going to help us out, get you guys the same game parlay tonight. And I want to go to the top of the board for college basketball, reset the card, uh, as well as the futures market. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.